0: What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm back. This is Stay Ballin' Podcast, where we highlight baller moves in sports. Now, I really want to talk about Fury Wilder 3. I loved the fight, and it was one of epic proportions. However, I think Tyson Fury might go down to history as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. I can make the argument that right now he is. Now, if we go back and look at the whole trilogy. From the first fight where Tyson Fury was maybe 50% of himself as the former world champion coming off of drug and alcohol abuse and severe depression and suicidal thoughts. To even step in the ring with Deontay Wilder when he is not in a position to even really be fighting is absolutely amazing. And after getting dropped... He got up and still people thought he came back and won the fight. Then in fight two, you have Deontay Wilder, this big strong man with knockout power in his right hand. He's got hammers for fists. Come out and everybody's like, oh, Tyson Fury is going to walk through him, which he very much so did. However, Deontay Wilder came up with an excuse of, oh, my costume was too heavy and my legs hurt and this, this and that. Tyson Fury from the beginning of that fight came out, kept away from Wilder's right hand, and battered him. Absolutely battered him for a guy that they said had feather fists. Absolutely battered Deontay Wilder. Time and time again, every time we've doubted Fury, he's came to deliver. He beat Vladimir Klitschko, who was at the top of the world. Only the second champion after 40 to defend his heavyweight title beat him. He also beat guys like Steve Cunningham. Great fighters who he knocked out, by the way, but he has pillows for fists. Deontay Wilder's trainer, Mark Breland, threw the towel in because he saw him out on his feet, getting absolutely destroyed by shots from Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder said, I was mad because I wanted to go out on my own shield. And has absolutely disrespected every aspect of Tyson Fury's life before every fight. And even after this, even after the second fight, still disrespected Tyson Fury. And then during the third fight, Deontay Wilder got exclusively personal with Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury said, I'm going to kick your ass. Tyson Fury had covid Problems with his youngest daughter still came out in the ring, didn't put on his absolute best performance, but like he said, got the knockout of Deontay Wilder. From the beginning of that fight, Wilder tried to keep a distance by putting his jab and then shooting the right hand straight through the middle, throwing in some right hooks, trying to mix it up, throwing the jab down to the body to go low and then come high. And Tyson Fury drops him in the third round, and then in the fourth round, Wilder dropped Fury twice. Now, I don't think those those punches obviously hurt, but I don't think they had as much on them as it looked like. It looked like they were in a clinch. They hit him. Fury lost his balance a little bit, got back up. And Fury's the type of guy that he gets down, and then you're just not going to count him out. He's at the best, at his best when he's up against the ropes figuratively and literally like he was in this fight and then got back up came out of nowhere and just started swarming Deontay Wilder what Tyson did was he got away from the jab he slipped the right hand and just started walking him down he was the bigger man not only did he outbox Deontay Wilder but he outmuscled Deontay Wilder that's the difference in the fight he started walking him down he was precise with his punches He needed to shoot his jab and shoot it straight through and then follow it up with his big right hand as well. And Tyson Fury kept doing that, kept doing it and kept doing it and swarming Deontay Wilder. And as much as Deontay Wilder brought somewhat of a different look or his game plan during the fight, it wasn't stuff that Fury wasn't going to be prepared for or couldn't make adjustments to. At that point in the fight, it was one of those games of which corner and which fighter could make the better adjustments. And Fury, even after the fight, said that Sugar Hill Stewart told him you need to shoot the jab right in the middle and come up big, and that only great fighters pull that out later in the fight. And that's absolutely what Tyson Fury did. He beat the crap out of Deontay Wilder, and quite frankly, My money was on Fury. I won money on the fight because I knew that he was going to win. It's hard to outbox somebody who you cannot outbox. You cannot outbox Tyson Fury and went into the fight with the absolute wrong mindset. And then, of course, not only did Tyson Fury get knocked down twice, he knocked down Wilder three times and actually hurt him. I don't know if Deontay Wilder... Is going to come back from this fight. I don't know if he's going to be able to come back. He didn't have his faculties early on in the fight. I don't think his faculties have been fully correct after all the damage he took in the first, in the second fight and the first at that. And I don't think he, I mean, he said during this press conference and stuff, oh, that the end is near. He's thinking about retiring soon and He took this fight with all intent to go out and absolutely harm Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury is not a man that you can just go harm. He's going to harm you before you harm him. And it's literally the greatest, one of the greatest comeback stories in all of sports that I've ever seen. I would argue it's even more triumphant than Muhammad Ali coming back after years in jail and winning some fights. This man was down and out, absolutely at his lowest point possible. Came back after years of hiatus from the ring. Had two warm-up fights and then went in there and fought Deontay Wilder. Many people thought he won that first fight. Then he fought him a second time. Definitively won. Fought him a third time. Scored the knockout. One of the absolute best comeback stories in all of history I put that up there as one of the greatest trilogy fights if not the greatest trilogy fight in boxing history or in combat sports history let alone because as many of the other guys had their own struggles none of them struggled this bad and were at such a low point and then came back to do something absolutely historic which is what Tyson Fury just came back and did and this goes to show that Tyson Fury's not just a one-trick pony, which we saw early on in his career, when people were just like, "Oh, he didn't have power, but he was outpointing guys." But if he didn't have power, why does nobody step inside on him and try to come all, come inside on him that much? But he showed that he can fight through adversity because this was not his best outing, but he still prevailed. He has great footwork. He can fight off of his back foot. He can fight from every different angle. His punches aren't just... You can't just telegraph them. They come at you from ways you've never seen before. His IQ. He knows how to shoot in the jab and then change the look round to round. He knows how to make in-ring adjustments similarly to that of Floyd Mayweather. I would argue that Tyson Fury might be the best defensive heavyweight ever. I mean, his head movement is second to none. And... Quite frankly, he's untouchable. He's the greatest heavyweight of this era, no questions asked. And he's going to continue to reign supreme for as long as he wants, but somebody needs to step in and challenge him. I think for Tyson Fury, all he needs to do is to unify the belts. And then once he gets all of them, which I I think Anthony Joshua... Is going to lose to Alexander Yusek, and even if he wins, Fury's just too big in skill to fight with either, to to lose to either of those guys. He's going to unify the belts, make maybe three to five defenses, in my opinion, and then just retire and walk out into the sunset. He'll still be around boxing. I think he'll become a trainer. He might do some exhibition fights and maybe come back later on and defend a title like Foreman did only because he needs training for his psyche, but I think that's why if he becomes a trainer, he also has to be his best in order to train people. So I think that's another avenue for him. And like his dad, John said, Big John Fury, he will go to the MMA. And honestly, I think if anybody could do it and be successful, Tyson Fury could. I mean, he's fucking brute. And the guy's just a fighter. Like he's he's a boxer, but he's also a fighter. And I could imagine him in the mma mixing it up especially with the sheer size alone and his agility i think that if he actually learns from the right people and gets under the tutelage of some people who know what they're doing which he's shown that he's willing to do then i think he could be absolutely disgusting in mma i don't know if he'll be a heavyweight world champion but he'll definitely put on some fun fights and win a couple fights and make a spectacle and i think Then from there, he's even been in in WWE already, and he could even continue down that route. Which, you know, could take less toll on his body after his full combat sports because we know it's scripted and stuff like that. And I just think he's forever going to be one of the most prolific, larger-than-life figures, literally and figuratively, that the sport of boxing and just sports in general has ever seen. He might go down as one of the greatest athletes that the sport that sports has ever seen especially because it's like his dad said and it's like I've said multiple times looking the part and playing the part are two completely different things he doesn't look like somebody who's gonna go in there and kick your ass and time and time again he goes in there and does just that and lays a smack down on you and your friends and then all of a sudden you're upset because this unassuming big white guy who looks goofy and looks like he's not supposed to move absolutely destroys the dreams you have of potentially winning the fight and that's what I love about Tyson Fury and some people are like oh well he's cocky and he's this this and that and I love every minute of it because I think that his cockiness and his demeanor, it's great to admit that you're good and know that you're good and talk about it. But he also doesn't underestimate any opponent. Like he said, oh, I'm going to be Wilder. I promise you I'm going to be Wilder. But at the same time, he was saying that. Never once lost focus and also respected the tools and weapons which Deontay Wilder had, which in this case is his big right hand. And the fact that he's one of the hardest punchers. In the history of boxing. Maybe the hardest puncher ever. That alone was enough to keep him honest and keep him humble. And I think Tyson Fury is amazing for that. And the fact that he knows he's better than you, but at the same time, he's never going to show any disrespect. After the third fight, he went over to Deontay Wilder to shake his hand. And Deontay Wilder said, with no love, I have no respect for you. I don't respect you at all. Who does that? Just take your loss on the chin and keep it moving, man. Deontay Wilder is a formidable opponent. I think Deontay Wilder beats almost every other heavyweight out there except Tyson Fury. And you know what? It's okay to be second best. The dude's like 42-2 or something like that. So, I mean, he's, he's a great fighter in his own right. There's always somebody better than you. There's always kryptonite to Superman. And... Tyson Fury just happens to be that, and that's absolutely okay. I think that Tyson Fury is going to unify the belts, eventually ride off into the sunset, and he's going to have a couple more historic fights. I think him versus Usyk is going to be an absolutely wild fight because Usyk's a a master technician in the boxing ring and can pick you apart surgically. As if you watch the Anthony Joshua fight. However, Tyson Fury is just so big and strong that I don't think it matters. And I think also, along with Usyk being a boxer, he's a cruiserweight. So he weighs significant. If Tyson Fury comes in at 277 pounds, Usyk's coming in at maybe 230, like Wilder did. I mean... He's just small, and he's also short, and yeah, he can bang, but can he do as much damage? Like, can he do severe damage to Tyson Fury? Probably not. I mean, if Tyson Fury can get up from getting hit, and I mean hit fully and clean and flush with Deont- with multiple right hands from Deontay Wilder, I don't think there's any punch that can knock out Tyson Fury. I mean, yeah, Usyk damaged Anthony Joshua, but... Is different. He's not even as big or as strong as Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury is also a master technician with elite footwork and head movement. And his sheer reach alone, I think, is going to give Usyk problems. Because Usyk is going to have to slip and get on the inside. And I think even if they do, even if Usyk does start throwing punches, Fury's just going to time up in the clinch and absolutely batter his body. And Usyk is fast, but he's not too fast for Fury to land punches on. So... I think it's going to be an absolutely great fight, but I think Fury's ultimately going to win. Do I think it's going to come by way of knockout? Maybe not. It could, because Fury definitely has the power. I think if Usyk wins, it's going to be by decision, but I also think Fury could very easily slip a decision by because hes I think he's obviously the better fighter, and Usyk's natural weight is that of a cruiserweight. I think what will end up happening is... Fury's just going to beat him up. He's going to beat him up. And, it's, it's, and I think the margin isn't going to be close on the scorecards. I think it's going to be a wide margin. I would even say something like 112 to like 98. Just because Fury's long arms and his extensive reach are going to keep Usyk on the outside. And Fury knows how to fight very well from the outside. So I think he has an advantage there. And all he's going to do is just touch him up with the jab and then come behind it with a huge right hand. Probably send him different looks, hit him more to the body. And also, Fury's going to generate a lot more power because Usyk's so small. So Fury's going to have to come down. The thing is, Fury's used to fighting people smaller than him. So he's got that for him too. He's never fought anybody bigger. It's much easier to punch somebody going down than it is to punch somebody going up. Because you lose power that way. But going down, all that weight is coming down on Usyk in the Fury's punches. And I think it's just going to be overbearing. It's just going to be way too much for Usyk to handle. And Tyson Fury knows that. And I think it's super powerful that he stayed humble and he always gives gives people their flowers. He just did an interview and he said... I'm open to training Anthony Joshua for his fight against Usyk. Sugar Hill and I are open to doing that. This man wants to train somebody that has been somebody that has wanted to fight him for years. And it's like he said in the interview. The more and more that he keeps dropping decisions and losing these bouts, the less likely it is that they're going to fight him. Because you really want him to go step in there then with Tyson Fury after he's losing to guys like Andy Ruiz and Usyk. Not that they're not great boxers. Because both of them are great in their own right. But if he can't beat those guys. He doesn't even deserve to step in the ring. With a giant of the sport. Like Tyson Fury. And that's that. Thank you guys for listening. And this concludes this episode of Stay Balling, Where we highlight baller moves in sports. Spread the word around with your friends, and now here's another ad, enjoy.